Hello, everyone. L.A. Aiko here with Nate Coates. So nice. I had to bring him back twice. Man, Nate, I had to do a back-to-back episode with you because in our research that we've been doing for our last episode, we, we've had a great laugh about some things. And this one is almost like a, you know, um, a freebie that we're tossing out there it's enjoyable to speak about because it, it proves a lot of these points that, uh, the, and the title of this episode is called the crazy hasn't stopped. You know, Nate and I, in our research, we, we sit in a lot of like focus groups and we take our time to just see what other people are thinking. Uh, because there's one thing about social media, uh, that I always try to push. And I, I, I tell people that it's one of the only places where your opinion is generally your your real opinion especially for those who don't care what anyone thinks and that is a lot of this current generation especially those who are trading um actively they don't care what you think they're going to say their opinion they're going to mean their opinion and if you want to fight them on it feel free (laughs) so as me and nate were having some of these conversations as well as listening to some of these things we saw a lot of antidotes that we found to be amusing um, and we wanted to discuss them in this episode um, of The Crazy Hasn't Stopped, but it also reaffirms why we are short the market uh, into the foreseeable future, regardless of these bear market rallies. So though we're making jokes in a way, we are actually just um, having some confirmation uh, to you know what our thoughts have consistently been. Uh, Nate, man, please give me some of your antidote. Uh, antidotal conversations that you've had or or seen (laughs) that have just they've just blown your mind like yeah i mean um i mean some of these things are crazy um amc the apes have not given up they they say that it won't go bankrupt they say that they'll be able to turn it around um you know good luck that's one thing that's just so far out there that i just think you know 15% 15% bond. That's all, that's all <laughs> right. I have to say. Like, it's like, whatever. Okay. Um, the other thing, you know, a couple weeks ago, about three weeks ago, I was in a room with a fellow. Um, it was like a Twitter spaces or what have you not. He was telling me that Carbonic won't go bankrupt because people won't be able to afford new cars. So they have to buy used cars. And where does that lead them? To Carvana. And I, t- I looked at him and I told him, that is insane. Do you see their income statement? They're losing money quarter over quarter. They're going to be bankrupt relatively soon. Um, and again, today they're down about 40% um, after the news broke about creditors. Um, <laughs> creditors are basically making deals with each other to, <laughs> to, to not undercut each other in bankruptcy. <laughs> well, listen, right. That was the one. That that was the one I, I wish we could have found him to to I just just to get his opinion on it. And it's not even to chastise someone. That came what a week after he was he he was he, he was on his uh you know on his soapbox and saying that you have to be crazy to want to short something that's already six seven I think back then it was like seven bucks. You'd eight be crazy bucks. to oh eight bucks to short this, and we're sitting there like, no, this is the this is the perfect time to short this, <laughs> right? And he was under the impression that it could go to sixteen dollars, or while well, you know all the downside, you know, it went down so much. Anybody that's shorting it still is crazy, and it's going to go back up. And 
you know, it, it becomes apparent with these people that they're using technical analysis. Um, and you in know, an environment in which you can't, you can't use it anymore. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'm just kind of laughing and, you know, he told me that, you know, um, I probably don't even read income statements. I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm the person that's trying to take money or I'm the big guy trying to, you know, spook out the little guy and spread FUD. And, and it's just like, I think Who are you talking. <laughs> I think FUD now is being used to discredit people who disagree with you. Mm. So I think it's FUD. When people say that word now, it's really just the term to discredit you. But yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Um, I, you know, I want to, I wanted to harp on just really briefly on the fact, like, after paying attention to that and getting a short position myself into Carvana, um, shorted uh, roughly like $7 and 60 some odd cents. When I paid attention to who the creditors were, Apollo, who right. is known to pick apart a company. <laughs> <laughs> I see, you know, I go and I see Apollo Global Management. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Good luck with this one is going. And then lastly, you know, lastly, like we were saying, uh, creditors making agreements so they're not fighting in bankruptcy court. I mean, they have already projected this. And if, if they're doing that, best believe the creditor is not acting in its, uh, you know, just by itself. You know, no different than like if you have a credit card, like they do communicate with you. <laughs> and right. over, and what is this over like, uh, it's definitely over 1.5 billion that's out there. I think it's 5 billion in total. Uh, you're definitely going to have a real conversation, not a, oh, well, you know, your, your payment's coming up soon, like your credit card sends you in an email. This one's going to be a real conversation. So I think they have some form of idea of where the potentiality is or how it would normally be said in our business, where a person will not confirm that there is a looming bankruptcy, but they will say, you know, as they say them in their income statements, in their prospectus, that there is a potentiality of uh, default. <laughs> right and i mean that's just one of the issues i mean i've had people talking to me about coinbase and i'm like if you look at the balance like again the cash <laughs> if you look at the balance yeah. if you look i mean the income statement as well they're losing about a billion a quarter i mean good luck making it to the end of you know i i've got them pegged for 24 uh, early 24 late 23 some people think they'll be gone in two quarters um I'm, I guess, you know, I'm actually a little bit more conservative than some of my, I think they'll be gone way sooner. Um, but, you know, I have people fighting me on that as well, saying that I'm, <laughs> and this is the thing that I've been getting is it's down so much. I've had an accountant um, talk to me about, and they own, a, currently own an open position in Coinbase. And I asked them, did you look at the, any of the financials? They said, no, uh, just just the I only listened to the quarterly meetings. I was like, what? This is <laughs> insanity. What are you talking about? So needless to say, that accountant services are worthless because he doesn't use his own skills. Um, I, I don't think that people can understand that that bankruptcy of, of uh, SBF and FTX is the cascading watershed moment for this business. Like, it, it's not coming back and those people you know i almost feel like i'm a broken record but i know you know the listeners haven't heard this those people can't participate for years <laughs> like 
yeah. years, they will not be able to participate in your Coinbase, in your new token, in your this, that, and the third. It's one thing for people to say, oh, I'm buying uh, the dip or I'm buying the Bitcoin at this, that, and the third. It's another thing for them to actually <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, no problem. No problem. But it's another thing for them to be able to do it. <laughs> like, they're yeah, not a likelihood I... that they will. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's insane. I mean, and then down to XRP, people still have hope that it won't be rolled to security. And, you know, from what I was told, again, I didn't read the white paper in full disclosure. Um, but because I'm not a very, as you can tell, I don't care about crypto. Um, it sounds like they were acting as a broker dealer between the creator of uh, XRP and, um, you know, founders of Ripple. Right, as Ripple, Ripple, and they were kind of being the pass through that kind of you know that sells through um, the XRP, um, kind of acting like a you know a brokerage house with a bond dealer of something of the sort. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it's insane. They don't think this is a security. Uh, they were raising cash um, and they were selling it, um, and you know it just it's just the craziness, like you said, has not stopped. And, and the last stopped. thing, the last thing I keep hearing is you know from. And I'm, you know, I'm in the spaces and I'm in, in different areas. And I keep hearing people say, you know, blood, when blood's in the streets, it's time to buy, put your money up and, you know, buy. And I'm confused. And again, it tells me they use technical analysis because anybody with any understanding of things, credit spreads haven't gone anywhere yet. Um, they've actually contracted them <laughs> from where they were uh, earlier in 21. Um so, you know, like we're not even at the point where profitability and credit risk has even come into play. Um, it has come into play, obviously, on the junkier stuff, but it has not come to play on some of the more brand name stuff. So mm -hmm. it's just incredible to me to hear people telling people who are listening to them to, you know, continue to buy the dip. And, you know, it's just insane. It's that, you know, yeah, there's money to be made in these bear market rallies. And I don't say that there's not money to well, be made. <laughs> And the thing I want to say again is this people are misquoting Warren Buffett. Blood on the streets is when people are walking away from this stuff. They won't buy it. Um, and that hasn't happened yet. So it's they just keep like, buying. right. People continue to buy. Um, and, and probably in the first quarter, some of this cash that's mandated for some of these mutual funds, I'll have to come back into play. And some of these funds that have mandates that deploy capital, they will have to buy um, at some point. Um, and you might see a false kind of rally again, but in mass, I mean, <laughs> the people are not uh, realizing that the blood is not on the streets yet. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're, this you might have seen a little like in an analysis using an analogy of a fight, you might have seen a little bruising, but you haven't seen any blood flow yet. The, 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 the most entertaining part of all of this and where, I mean, my jaw just dropped from listening to these focus groups is that Main Street is really saying, I'm going to buy this. Maybe some of these people who are, whether they be trading gurus or they be people who are pitching classes or saying, this is my analysis, are then saying, um, you know, this is what I buy. I'm going to put my money up to buy this this that or the third and all the while the, the stuff that's not catching headlines because like that that story we just gave on carvana that caught no headline I, i'm telling you there's no headline to that like you right. didn't even hear about it being spoken about um those stories are very real and they're happening another one that caught very little bit of a headline 
is in uh, my short position on Carnival Cruises and that they're trying to raise $1.5 billion or at least over a billion dollars. Don't quote me on exactly $1.5. It sounds like I'm saying a repetitive number uh, because I said $1.5 billion um, for another thing. But at least over a billion dollars for sure they're trying to raise on a Rule 144A, which means it's to accredited investors or in institutions only. That's, it, it's getting that bad for some of these groups that they cannot go to the general market anymore. They can't go to the retail investor. They're trying to find a way on the back end to some private equity fund or someone else who's paying even more for their money if they haven't started having uh, their capital called. Yeah, I mean, this issue is a big one. And, you know, and I've been seeing it in the not, this is not financial advice spaces. And, you know, I just hope that maybe some regulations come out of this, um, you know, to kind of curtail some of this very hurtful stuff that people are saying, um, you know, if this is your grandparents or any of your family members taking advice from, you know, people that are allowed to get on these uh, different kind of corners of the market, whether it be YouTube or financial television, um, you know, I've been, I mean, really the problem is YouTube and like Twitter spaces and whatnot um, in your clubhouses of the world. Um, hopefully, you know, there can be some meaningful change because the craziness hasn't stopped and people are going to continue to lose money. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I, I feel bad, but at the same time, the arrogance and the disrespect that I've had to endure through this <laughs> bull market. About two years. <laughs> right. Kind of makes me okay with it. And I have been a little bit. I told you so. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't, I don't disagree with you with the, I told you so, because I don't, understand how people just ignore these kind of things you know um i don't understand how someone ignores like for an amc oh they're perfectly not to say perfectly fine but they're going to make it through this when they are actively trying to bar bar from peter to pay paul like this whole thing no matter how people want to cut it or slice it especially as in our prior episode of plaza accord and off balance sheet derivatives and foreign exchange swaps the Fed facilitates all this craziness, regardless if people find that <laughs> statement to be crazy, because they do. And How does it <laughs> go ahead? I have one more thing, and you know, and I'll and I'll you know have said my piece. Uh, unemployment hasn't even moved meaningfully. Some projections have it going above five percent, and you got people telling people to buy. The people that again, and I'll and I'll paint this picture for people that don't understand this. Um, go watch Ray Dalio's video because that's the easiest way to explain it to someone who it can't readily see what is happening. Um, you can see it with the trade balances. They're continuing to grow. Um, we're not being able to export here in the United States because the dollar strength, which cuts into corporate profits. Corporate profits, they lay people off. Unemployment begins to rise. Mm -hmm. Consumer spending gets cut. Their credit lines get cut. They have to go on unemployment or basically their incomes are cut if for the people who can't get unemployment for whatever reason there <laughs> you have a problem with consumer spending from consumer spending you have corporate profits get cut again because consumers aren't there to spend which is a self-reinforcing cycle because now corporations order less imports imports get cut well, okay, that means that if we're not paying the other countries to import their goods, they're also not paying for us to export. So the spiral will continue 
And it's a re- self-reinforcing cycle until the financial cleansing has happened or the Fed's mm. cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> and the hope is it, it, they're going to step in. Uh, good luck, because like you were saying, you probably get something that breaks before they step in. Again, you've used the crypto. I'm not saying the crypto market is the perfect reflection, but the unexpected breaking is the perfect is, is the perfect thing. You never expected it would be that guy this way, you know, etc. And it happened in a weekend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so when this one, uh, when this one unravels, it'll happen before you can even realize it. However. We are realizing it now. I'm sorry for those who will not agree. I don't expect you to agree because it is hard to see something that is intangible. And that is the one of the biggest issues within this business, especially when everyone is, uh, is, is saying, you know, someone's preaching FUD or this, that, and the third. <laughs> there is a, there's a drastic manipulation that is going on. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, again, I've said the last thing will be my last thing, but this is my last thing. It goes to show me that the people in these places, um, we, they, we really need serious financial study, hence why I created you know, the financial study. Um, people need to get a better understanding of how these, you know, these cycles work and how finance works in totality. And I think, uh, especially again, I'm, I'm not discounting funds you know, and people on the actual street, um, social media users and you know these audio app users have a hard time visualizing it because mostly they're trading on technical analysis mm-hmm. yeah i mean you <laughs> bro i have nothing else to add because if i were to add more i would just oh gosh it's it, it's it's too hot for this and i don't want to say it's too hot like i'm giving people a cliffhanger my my true opinion to the extent of the crazy of this, it, it would it's too insensitive. But I will say that, yeah, where where the lot of this originates is is with Fed monetary policy, um, and where you see people like Kathy Wood pleading that this isn't right, rates need to be cut, or even some of our own colleagues that are saying, oh, what like if we let rates go to that, people won't be able to pay their bills and this, that, and the third. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How do you think they're doing it now? If you think they're doing it with their cash, you're nuts. It, it, it's that great and, credit that you're giving them. <laughs> and, and again, I keep saying it's my last thing, but you know, more keeps coming to mind. Um, it, and it's by hook or crook, right? Either they'll run out of the ability to afford it, or um, the Fed does it for them. So, mm-hmm. in the one scenario, you're talking depression, and the other, you're talking recession. People don't want the Fed to, you know, to uh, raise rates. But the other way is you have a cascading default once people are well beyond extended and the issue becomes a thousand times worse than what it would be. So, you know, I think people are, don't understand the Fed is kind of here to um, kind of cool this off. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do want to make this comment because I know I've said it before, uh, but I, and can, I don't want to act like I'm a person who's oblivious to previous statements I've said. One of the main statements I've said is that the Fed's job is to manipulate, and that I do agree, but there's always unintended consequences to manipulation, and that manipulation is what you see, uh, and the consequence of that is what you've seen in the crypto market, and uh, again, from our prior episode, 
the looming shadow that is off-balance sheet foreign exchange and off-balance sheet derivatives. Man, I, I thank people for tuning into this because you will see this will come home to roost. And much like Malcolm X said, when chickens come home to roost, it, it, it is going to be a reckoning like no other. It, it, it's not even to, to just spread fear. It's not about fear, but it is about to be so aloof as to why you could get a record Black Friday right now is insane. And it just shows this crazy has not stopped. L.A. Echo here with Nate Coates. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate you. Hopefully you find these episodes well until next time, because I don't know when that next episode is going to be. You need to be inspired. Take care. Good night. Bye.